and welcome to the Cambridge Connection, your roadmap to debt solutions and renewed financial wellness with your host, Gordon Oliver. The Cambridge Connection is brought to you in partnership with Cambridge Credit Counseling, offering you simple, safe financial solutions since 1996. Welcome, everyone, to the Cambridge Connection right here on WHMP 101.5 FM, 1400 AM. Here with my co-pilot, Tina Marie. Tina, what's up? Well, the Giants lost. Yeah, I told you. <laughs> I always have to open with that. I, I know. told you. I, I'm not giving up on the season. I told you. All right. All right. How are you? How are you? I'm great. My son's a Seahawks fan. I already uh, heard it this morning. I, yeah, again. I knew that. And, yeah. I knew that. So yeah. He said destroyed. I'm like, it was a close game until like seven minutes. Right. And then they well, let him, let him use the word if he wants. <laughs> That's, he's got it. I'll give it to <laughs> All him. All right. And we have special guest, Justin Doyle with Quinn Wealth Management. He's a wealth management advisor. Justin, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. It's a pleasure. Would you like to spend uh, maybe 4.7 seconds talking about how the Patriots destroyed the Jets? <laughs> well, I mean, we had to come back after, you know. Getting Chicago Bears. That was uh, disgusting. Right. Well, as Giant fans, we know disgusting yeah. very well. Yes, so. yeah. yes. We, we don't have to talk about those Super Bowls. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. no, we can talk about that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> calm down, Tina. We don't have enough time. Calm down. All right, so um, we're going to talk about um, life insurance, disability insurance today. And you know, before we get into that, we always like to kind of talk about some things we see in the headlines, a lot of it being financial. Tina? Yeah. Missing grandmother eaten alive by 22-foot-long python in Indonesia, officials say. What do you How? think about that? How? Apparently, How? a 22-foot python can <laughs> swallow a 54-year-old woman whole. You know what? I wonder what kind of life insurance would cover something like that. Justin, <laughs> is there a policy for that? Yeah, I think there's got to be a special rider for oh. something like that. But. I would think there'd have to be some statistics, which is why I'll never, ever visit Indonesia, because knowing that there's a 22- to 28-foot python somewhere... If I'm just walking, all of a sudden I get, you know. Wasn't she at work? Uh, I don't know the exact story. It, it, it's not very factual as far as what happened. Maybe it was it's more not about even the fact true. that. No, it's true. There's oh. pictures apparently. Oh, pictures. They sliced the python open and the, the grandmother was whole. So there was, <laughs> she was just uh, obviously deceased. But it's just, again, funny <laughs> things like that that happen in our lives. And I'll tell you, I don't have time to get into this on this show, but I'll tell you where life insurance could come in handy when people operate slowly in the left-hand lane on the highway. <laughs> it's right where I get a little, I feel like I the need rocket lane? launchers on my car uh, to take them out because they sit there and what you're supposed to do is pass in the left, get in the middle lane so that people that are passing on the left can flow through. Understood. Again and again and again. Are you telling me you've never been on the highway traveling to MetLife Stadium and someone's yeah. hanging in the left lane doing right. 62 miles an hour? Is this going back to your outer bank? Yes, this is the trip. So I yeah. experienced that. Now I'm scarred and I, I keep recognizing it. So hopefully there's life insurance involved in auto insurance in case somebody gets some road rage and takes somebody out because of that. Oh. Well, that's against the law. You, I know. More. <laughs> I know. I know it's against the law. It's just the you need it. now. You're talking attorneys. I, I can't have rocket attorneys. launches. I can't have rocket launches on my car. You're either. going a little bit too far with that one. All right, I'll take it back. <laughs> All right, so uh, we're going to take a quick break, and we're going to come back with Justin. Justin, uh, life insurance is so important for people, and you're an expert. At, we're going to talk about some of the awards you've gotten, uh, but this topic is important and strategically for people, whether they're young middle-aged, getting older, etc. This is such important for people to have to protect their financial assets. So we're going to take a quick break. We'll come back with you, and we'll get right into it. This is Gordon Oliver with The Cambridge Connection. We'll be right back. If you've lost income during the pandemic and have fallen behind on your rent or mortgage payments, 
Cambridge Credit Counseling can help. Talk to one of our HUD certified counselors at 1-800-CAMBRIDGE. Welcome back, everyone, to The Cambridge Connection. I'm your host, Gordon Oliver, here with my co-pilot, Tina Marie, and our special guest, Justin Doyle, with Quinn Wealth Strategies. He's a wealth management advisor. Justin, special disclaimer, that little thing about the left lane was video game talk, just for the record. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, clean that one up. <laughs> yeah. But more importantly, um, it's so important to have you on the show. This show is about financial wisdom, financial wellness, uh, financial empowerment. And life insurance is extremely important in so many ways. And before we get into that, can you tell our listeners just a little bit about yourself, um, how you got to where you are today with your career? Yeah, of course. So uh, I've been in the industry now going on seven years, coming up pretty quickly. Uh, started the career right out of college. Um, you know, I saw an opportunity to help people in my community and thought this was the best way to go about doing it. Um, born and raised in, in Springfield, Mass, and had some thoughts about going out east and then kind of saw the cost of living and how it's <laughs> much more expensive out there. So I uh, ended up staying here. Um, anybody that knows me knows uh, family and friends are most important to me. And so I want to be around people that I love and care about. So, Well, that kind of makes you a visionary because it hasn't gotten any better out east. I can tell you that. Obviously, the economy mm. has been the focal point on the show because things are not great out there and expenses on everything across the board have risen and yet income pretty much hasn't. So um, being a wealth strategist, life insurance obviously is an important component. So can you talk to us about the importance of owning insurance at a young age? Yeah, of course. So uh, life insurance is unique and disability insurance as well, because it's one of the vehicles where it gets more expensive as you get older, the longer you wait to get something. And so um, most of us, when we go into careers, we've got group insurance that's offered to us through our employer. Um, it's it's great to have. Um, don't get me wrong. Most of the time, it's free. You don't have to pay anything out of your paycheck. And even if you do, it's a couple of dollars here and there. But um, but you don't own that specifically. And so when you're younger and you're looking at getting, you know, getting life insurance, you might not necessarily think that you need it at that age um you you kind of talked about you know being a visionary and looking looking forward anyways that's making sure you're getting it as a, you know at a younger age so that you can keep it cheap for yourself more than anything you know because the fact of the matter is we can't really predict what you know what life's going to throw at us and um you know we obviously hope that it's more good things than bad that are thrown our way but along with those good things comes the need for protection and so you know whether it's buying a house in the future um you know getting married having kids you know so on and so forth like we can keep going on and on um you know the, the earlier that you have that coverage the better off you're going to be because you've already taken care of something that a, a lot of clients that I come across, they wait until their 50s and 60s to take sure. care of it. And then they look at the cost. It's just it's not affordable affordable anymore. Yeah. You know, and I think um, a lot of it has come to light recently with the GoFundMes. Correct, there yeah. are so many that I come across. Young people, you know, accident, whatever it may be without insurance. And, and it leaves the families at a loss. Right. Yeah. And just, you know, now that they've got the GoFundMes, you, it, it just brings it more to light at how many people out there are, are not prepared. Right. I, I think most of us can agree that we, we don't want to have to be a recipient of a GoFundMe, um, Correct, GoFundMe right. page, right? And that's that's sort of what my job is, is to make sure that, that my clients don't have to be recipients of GoFundMe, um, you know, gifts and donations because they've got life insurance in place. So, absolutely. This has been a challenge for people, too, with healthcare. I mean... Um, the expense of it, if you work with a company that has a policy, depending on the types of policies the company is investing in, how much you have to invest in it yourself for your family, and then you've got deductibles. There's so many things that come into play with this. Um, but with insurance, there are several vehicles that you can utilize, right? 
Correct. Can you break the main ones down for us? Yeah. So, so we'll start with uh, start with life insurance, anyways. And so, the most common one that, that people are familiar with is term insurance. It's uh, it's it's a very cheap way to get coverage most of the time. Uh, it's just like the name implies. It's good for a set period of time or a set term. Um, most companies they'll let you keep the policy after that term is up, whether it be twenty or thirty years down the road. However then the premium is really going to get expensive after that 20 or 30 year period because obviously you're much older at that point. They haven't taken a look at you in 20 or 30 years and so they don't really know what what's going on uh, underneath, right? So we So is that the easiest thing for people to get to have some coverage? At a low cost. So it's not necessarily the the types of coverages aren't necessarily easier or harder depending on the the types of plans that you might be working with because really what it comes down to is what is that death benefit that the insurance company is going to be responsible for uh, if, God forbid, something happens to you. And so... um, yeah, I wouldn't necessarily say one's easier over the other. Like they don't try to focus on the type of the type of plan. Um, as you try to get more coverage, though, yes, it does become. There's a little bit more in-depth underwriting. They might request some medical records. You might have to go for an EKG, things like that that they got to do. Do a so check. So age, health, they all come into play. So the again, the younger, the better. Correct. Yes. Is that what you see the Gerber commercials like for the you know, Gerber for, for the life. babies where yeah. if you get you know you have a, a, an infant, obviously it's a good time to insure them. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. We do we do a little bit of that as well. Okay, so okay, perfect. So, what's the second vehicle? Yeah, so so the second vehicle is whole life insurance. Now, um, whole life tends to be a little bit more expensive premium wise. However, there's a lot of what they call living benefits that go with it. So, um, you know, with with life insurance, most commonly, I, I think it's one of the most selfless acts that someone can do because it's saying, "I don't just love you while I'm here, but love you after I've passed as well." Um, and so, with whole life insurance, that death benefit piece is certainly a factor in there, and that's that's a piece of it. However, what's also building is something called cash value, and that's something that you can actually take out while you're while you're alive and something you can use yourself so. as a loan. Uh, so you can take it or, as a loan or a surrender, um, you know, and so just to kind of differentiate the two, really? um, you know, loan, you have the option to pay back, um, surrender, you just, you know, you're just cashing it. Now, are you penalized tax wise on that? No, 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 you're not penalized tax wise. Nope. Interesting. Um, yeah, yeah. So the, I think one of the beauties of it is that with the, with the loan feature anyways, most of the times, like if we go to a bank and certainly the banks serve their purpose with the loans, whether it be mortgages, HELOCs, things like that, um, you know, with a, with a loan from a life insurance policy, anyways, you actually set the parameters for how you're going to pay it back and how quickly you're going to pay it back. So I think that's a major differentiator there. Um, that being said, you got to give it a little bit of time before you start taking money out of it. Um, they're not just going to, um, they're not just going to throw your premium right into the cash value right away, but, um, yeah. Kind so of that's another one too that I would think as you go on longer in time, the premium stays as the same rate when you start, right? Correct. Yeah. So that one, unlike what I was explaining with term insurance, how after after that term is up, the premium goes up as well. Whole life stays level throughout. The only way they would increase is if you made the decision that you wanted it to increase. So the longer you have it, it would probably be less advisable to surrender it because you have a good policy. You're building cash value. So unless you desperately need it. Yeah. So, so yeah, not necessarily. It depends on the situation, right? So, um, because the longer you have it, the more cash value that's built up. And so that might be the area that you want to take money out of versus taking it out of your bank or investments, especially, you know, in a year like this where the market's down 15 to 20%, right? So it's, it's a nice backup option to have. So you're not using, um, you know, you're not pulling money out of the wrong place at the wrong time. All right. Is there anything else uh, you said disability. You mentioned that. Yeah, yeah. So, so disability insurance. Uh, you know, I've been working with that for for the last few years, anyways. And, um, you know, it's 
it's good because again, it's something that a lot of us, we have short-term and long-term disability through our employer, um, but that's not necessarily going to cover all of the expenses, especially we, as you know, some of us know, like if you're out of work for uh, health reasons, your bills aren't not, they're not yes. going to go down, right? You're, you're right. only going to have There goes bills. the GoFundMe again. Right, right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yep. Yeah. And we've seen it for that too. It's not yeah. just for after someone's passed. It's, you know, if someone's got medical expenses of $20,000, we need to come up with some cash. Um, you know, and, and so what we try to do is find out, is there any gaps first and foremost between what your employer is offering and what you actually need. Um, the biggest uh, you know, opportunity where I see that I can help people out, especially is if they have a commission portion of their income, uh, because oftentimes, and, and myself included, like commissions are not part of what cover, what's covered in my disability plan. So sure. um, that's where the, you know, it's not just, you know, it's not that you're going from 100% of your income down to 60% of your income or whatever the percentage might be. It could be down to 30 or even 25% of your income that, you know. Because they're not taking into consideration the commissions. Commissions, bonuses, things right, like that. Right. This is something we talked about with the hurricane, right, with the crisis budget and budgeting. Right. Um, important to understand that if you become disabled, and usually that happens when you're not expecting it, mm -hmm. and your income reduces as a result, this is where the planning comes in to be able to supplement what you'll lose. Oh. Right to keep up the fort until you hopefully you get healthier. You have to make some changes. Ties in with the with the counseling that I do at, at uh, Cambridge Credit Counseling. There are so many consumers calling in that unfortunately are out of work on disability, and yep. there's just not enough to to go. Uh, we we suggest a savings, but you have to have the money to save, and Absolutely. if it's not there. You find yourself in a lot of trouble. And it can go as, as quickly as the unsecured debts like credit cards and as badly right. as the, the roof that you're living under. Right. right? And so, I mean, obviously, we tell people don't fall behind on your mortgage, but then they start to fall behind on credit cards and, and unsecured bills, and it becomes a nightmare. So, absolutely. Yep. Yeah. That's why having experts like you, Justin, on the show to help make sure people understand another thing that they should have in place to have that financial stability nothing more important than some insurance to take care of these things. So we're up against a hard break. When we come back, we're going to go over some myths about insurance coverages and how to determine what the proper amount of coverage is. This is Gordon Oliver with The Cambridge Connection. We'll be right back. Are you having trouble paying down credit card debt? Cambridge has been helping people safely pay down their debts for more than 25 years without settlements or bankruptcy. Call us at 1-800-CAMBRIDGE. Here we are again, everyone. Welcome back to The Cambridge Connection. I'm your host, Gordon Oliver, here with my co-pilot, Tina Marie, and our special guest, Justin Doyle, with Quinn Wealth Strategies. He is a wealth management advisor. Obviously, we're unpacking the importance of life insurance. We just went over the vehicles. Um, and life insurance kind of has some stigma to it, right? So let's unpack some of the myths that you've learned consulting people about life insurance and, and what's true, what's not true, and how to quell some of the things that people might be feeling about it. Yeah, so I think one of the most common ones that comes up in our industry is that you know, most of us are aware that we've got some sort of group insurance through work. And oftentimes what I hear from clients is, well, if I leave my job, I can just take my group insurance with me. Um, most commonly not the case. I'm not saying that it's never the case, but, um, you know, but most commonly that's not true that you, you, you can't take it with you. And so um, what we saw obviously, you know, in 2020 was there's a lot of people out of work due to COVID-19. And um, what happened to, unfortunately, a lot of my clients was if they were just relying on their group insurance, 
they no longer had life insurance. And obviously, it's no secret that with the pandemic, like a lot of people passing away. Um, and so that's a time more than ever that you need to have life insurance coverage. And so I think the biggest myth is that, you know, that you can take your group insurance with you um, after you've left your employer, regardless of retirement, whether or not you were let go, whether or not uh, you, you know, you left voluntarily, whatever the case may be. Um, I think that's definitely one of the biggest myths. The other one that, that I've actually gotten a lot more lately anyways in the last few months i mean is that um i'll have clients ask me now do i have to wait a certain period of time before this benefit pays out like you know they almost think of it as being you know 25 percent of the benefit is available if i pass away in year one 50 percent is available in year two um, which is not not the case um, there's certainly a contestability period anytime that um it, you know anytime that there's a life insurance or insurance policy in general um th there is that contestability period however you know with um my you know the main insurance company that i work with anyways is new york life they've been around since 1845 great company as soon as a premium payment is made on that policy you're covered you know and like i said anytime that something happens usually within a two-year period that that you know we always want to make sure there's a double check to make sure that everybody was honest on the application and so on and so forth but that's that's one of the things i try to make sure especially now with with clients is making sure that they know that as soon as the premium is paid and they've been approved they're covered for the amount of coverage that we decided upon you know what i think misses sometimes that people don't see the results like in in grand scale, like you don't see on the news, like oh this person died and they got paid their hundred and fifty thousand dollar policy like they should have. So you never see that, but you do see fraud. You know, you do see in the movies someone's killing somebody to try to cash in an insurance policy. Right. So I think that creates a lot of the myth when we really, when you get down to it, it is insurance. It's insuring your loved ones if you pass on that they're going to be able to cover the costs of your burial and 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 putting everything to rest and being able to make sure that they're taken care of to be able to pick up whatever financial loss you going is, whether you're a spouse or a family member or whatever that is, that's the purpose of it. You're, you're trying to protect assets. Right, and I think that kind of leads to the third myth anyways, is that I'll hear from time to time, well, I don't want to, I don't want my family to get rich off my insurance policy. <laughs> yeah. That's very rarely has that ever happened. That's, well, you know, I, what I don't do you think, care? You're not going to be there. Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. You know, and, and we see the other side too, where, where we get clients that, um, and that's oh. why there's restrictions in place too, where you can only have so much insurance coverage based on what your income is. But, um, yeah, very few times has anyone ever actually gotten rich off of an insurance policy. Um, it's, it's, uh, you know, cause they're not factoring in like, you know, obviously it's, it's a big thing in the news right now. Cost, you know, cost of living is going up constantly, you know, never know where taxes are going to go. There's just so many things that you can't necessarily like look into the crystal ball and see it's impossible to really say that someone's going to get rich off of an insurance policy. Well, I mean, what's the, what's the average cost if someone passes on of just dealing with that like final expenses and yeah yeah i mean that that can i mean that can range depending on uh you know de depending on how you know in depth the services go and things like that i mean that that services alone can be 20 to twenty five thousand dollars right there yeah. um you know and that's that's something where you know especially now again like i said with with the cost of living going up and everything being more expensive very few people have 20 to twenty five thousand just sitting around that they right. want to and then it comes back to the whole you know that's a dollar for dollar purchase that you're making whereas one of the whole points behind insurance is to make sure that there's more benefit then there are premiums that you put in. Sure. Well, well, how would we determine the proper amount of coverage? How, how is yep. that determined? Yeah. So, so we, you know, through our wealth manage management platform, we've got a system in place that will help us actually determine that based on, and it go, and it's, it's not just we 
tell the system this is what we want. No, it's it's a conversation that we have during our initial meetings with our clients that says, you know, if God forbid something happens to you, what would you want to make sure happens for your spouse, your kids, your loved ones? So you're looking at assets, right, right, liability, right, okay. yeah. And so oh, so we, we do, yeah, yeah, we do ask the question, you know, do you would you want all cash assets to be dispersed before an insurance? you know, payment need to be, or mm. insurance death benefit need to be kicked in. Most of the time, the answer is no, because cash is intended to be used for other things. Now, it, does this incorporate with a will? Or is this something that, would, it, would an individual need a will for this? Or is the insurance policy enough to determine what yep. they want to do with it? So definitely good to have a will anyways, because exactly, that's going to say exactly how you want it to be paid out. Oftentimes when I'm working with families where it's a single parent with kids, they want the money dispersed at different time periods, you know, mm. so that it's not just given out all at once. That makes um, sense. Yeah, exactly. And so uh, the good news about life insurance is that it's what's called a non-probatable asset. And so because there's beneficiaries listed, it's not going to get stuck if you're, you know, if you don't have a will and, you know, your estate gets stuck in probate. So mm. it's, it's good that that gets paid out automatically. Yeah. Um, Which tells me, just listening to that, one of the most important things is to make sure that you're constantly updating your personal information, who the beneficiaries are, yep. to make sure that that doesn't get caught right. uh, in something like that. Because if there's no beneficiaries, then what? Yeah. So with you know, with the, as far as beneficiaries go, that's one thing that when we're doing annual reviews with our clients, one of the first things that we're asking is, you know, did your address change, um, change in employment, and do we need to change and update beneficiaries? Um, you know, one of the things that I always encourage clients to do too is not just set a primary beneficiary, but to set a secondary beneficiary as well. Um, and then that's a lot of times where the will and trust and things like that come into play because we, we do quite a bit of work where um, clients with you know higher estate values they need to have the life insurance held in a trust um, you know because life insurance the death benefit itself is is generally a tax free benefit that's passed income tax wise um, however if you don't have it held properly it can be held as part of your estate and that's something in Massachusetts especially we have to be super careful with. Okay, so based on your experience, if there was a piece or two of advice that you would give to people that are thinking of this, don't have it, what in dealings with so many people with this, what's a couple of pieces of advice that you would give? Yeah, but I mean, first piece would be to get it as, uh, you know, to get it, get coverage as, as young as you can. You, know, you never know what can change, you know, not just in a year, but in a month as far as health goes. Um, like I said, we've all seen, you know, cases like that where we've got someone that's perfectly healthy and that unfortunately isn't. So, um, you know, that's definitely definitely the first piece of advice. Um, and second piece is, is to know what company you're working with. Um, you know, in, insurance companies have, have over the, you know, past couple of decades anyways have started to fall off, fall off the map one point there was 1600 insurance companies now we're down to less than 800 so wow. um, yeah. make sure that you're looking into you know and if you know if you're already working with a life insurance company you know look in and, and look where they rank as far as like a financial ranking goes um, where would know, they find that information that's uh, usually it's general general public you know public mm -hmm. information you do is search for you know top insurance companies okay. you know financial ranking so you still have uh, to do your research right absolutely yeah, yeah. yeah. like yep. anything else yep and that's you know that's one thing with us is that uh, you know as, as fiduciaries anyways like we're you know we're covered to work with companies that are called a rated or better um, you know and so obviously you know as you, you've known me for, for quite a bit Without of time doubt. But, um, you know I started started with New York life and um, you know still predominantly they're my parent company and um, you know but aside from that there are situations where I've got to go outside New York life they don't have an appetite for um, if they yeah, I should say if they don't have an appetite for a client then um, anybody else that we're going to is an A-rated company and a company that we can feel comfortable working with 
So if people want to find you for this advice, obviously the show is only 28 minutes. We talk all the time and we quickly run out of time, but how can people find you if they want to look into getting some life insurance or some wealth strategies? Yeah, of course. So, um, you know, if, if you're trying to reach me by phone, um, you know, phone number is 413-505-9309. On Facebook, LinkedIn, um, you you can find me there. And then uh, email address is uh, jdoyle at quinnwealthstrategies.com. Awesome. You've become a great friend. Obviously, we've gotten to know each other. Justin hits the ball a, a mile on the golf course, by the way. All right. So, Tina, obviously life insurance, disability insurance, in the counseling process, you're dealing with people. You know, something I've thought of in in this type of investment, when people are working for a company and they can deduct it from their paycheck, it's easier. But when when you do budgets with people and for them to etch in this payment now, it seems like almost it's more of a challenge, right? Because you're already dealing with income and expenses that you have, which to Justin's point, the younger that you get into it, the younger you're able to put it into a budget that isn't already filled with rent, mortgage, car right. payment, insurance, groceries, living on your own. And, and typically we look at, you know, we look at the net income, you know, and it, and if they're taking the payment out of the gross, they don't see it. It can make it a little bit more comfortable to go through with the net it's income. It's forced then, it, right? They, it's yes. like out of sight, out of mind. Right, right. You know, um, Kind of like the last time we were speaking about the mortgages, and if if you're comfortable with the payment, great. But again, take into consideration your your net income, not your gross. You know, what a what a change. What a melding of credit counseling, wealth management, right? Right. It's it's an amazing <laughs> thing that they they come hand in hand because we're talking about financial stability, financial wellness, right? You said something earlier, Justin, where what are you leaving your family if you go, right? What's the phrase that you use, taking care of your loved ones? Oh, uh, you're talking about on Tuesday mornings? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's what about, uh, yeah, taking care of uh, what you own, what you owe, and who you love. What you own, you what go. you owe, and who you love, right? right? So when you deal on the debt side, obviously this all comes into play too because let's say you're the, the breadwinner of the household and either you get disabled Mm-hmm. or you pass on, unfortunately, then you've got the rest of your family that has to deal with everything the that's there and it's, that's yeah. available. So as importantly as a wealth strategist, you had brought up probate and wills. This, th- that's what this show is about. There's so many pieces that need to be paid attention to in the financial house. You use that yeah. symbolic house, right? So there's so many things that have to be made sure that they're taken care of. And, it's, and some people, I think, just take for granted until that time comes that it's not necessary or it's something we'll get to or it's procrastination because of potential fear. It's an investment. It, people don't know it that well. There are myths in these industries. You hear about probate court disasters, right? So it, this is all about financial wisdom, financial planning, having a, a, a game plan to make sure that the family, however long it lasts down the line until yeah. you're gone, right? That it continues to be yeah. safe and secure financially. And I like how you said the most selfless act. I, I just agree with that wholeheartedly. Um, there are, you know, older people that might be a little bit stubborn and they're not really too concerned. Hey, when I'm when I'm dead, I'm, I'm gone. That's yeah. it. I, they don't understand. I, you know. <laughs> I was on a podcast for yeah. the Starfires. I won't mention a name, See? but one of the celebrities had said, "What do I care?" Like, exactly. You know. Yeah. Well, a family member of mine said, "Hey, when I'm dead and gone, throw me in a river." I, if it were legal, I would. <laughs> yeah. No kidding. It's just not legal. <laughs> so. Well, it's about that time again. The show. We're at that 
Just about 28 Already? minute mark. Yep. Okay. Justin, um, can't thank you enough for joining us. Incredible information. I think we can have you back again and break down maybe one strategy for a full segment because that gets into how we plan, right? That would be great for people to learn how we plan. Um, just before I close us up, the quote of the week, at least 80% of millionaires are self-made. That is, they started with nothing but ambition and energy the same way most of us start. Brian Tracy. Obviously, the show has come to an end. Huge thank you to our special guest, Justin Doyle, my co-pilot, Tina Marie, our producers, Leah and Lisa. We have great experts like Justin on the horizon. So join us on Saturdays at 9.30 a.m. And if you've missed any shows or you simply missed us, you can search where you see your favorite podcasts or you can go to whmp.com and click on the podcast button to listen to any of the past shows. Once again, be part of the conversation. Email connect at cambridgecredit.org or... Feel free to call 1-800-CAMBRIDGE.